Hello again, Rabbi. Hello again, Joe. So I am doing a lot of work these days looking at conservation and avoiding pollution, recycling, energy conservation, and the like. And I'm thinking about the quote from the Bible on how man has dominion over the earth. And I see the playground in front of my house littered with plastic bottles and, uh, and plastic this and plastic that and kids playing with toys with batteries. And then when the, the battery runs out, they throw the battery in the trash can instead of recycling it. And I just keep shaking my head and wondering, what should I do? What, what does the Bible say we should do about this? You know, I'm, I'm glad you asked me because it's really very, very simple. God said we should trash the earth. And that's the quote you just said. We should have dominion. We should be able to do whatever we want. And dis, dis, God told me to. Interesting question. What does dominion mean? What would, did God intend by that statement? And that gives rise to something called proof texting, where people take a passage out of scripture, retranslate it or translate it to their benefit and say, see, God said I should do this, or this is how you treat them. Rather than stepping back, let's look at everything God said, not one line, not one word. Then we can discover what the word means, not our individual translation of doing whatever we want to, to the land and to other animals. God appointed us as stewards to take care of his creation, to be careful of what we do. So the reality is scripture supports ecology. It supports banning plastic bags. We shouldn't have made them. Plastic water bottles, a disaster. A lot of things we did because of the economics, not for me, but certain individuals made a lot of money and then sold us a bill of goods. So when you step back from the text, you see God's asking us to be stewards. But if we practice this narrow tunnel vision and we zero in on one word, which gives rise to what a lot of people do in history. Is there something in the Torah that says you better be think about this more or else? Yeah, that, that's really neat because as we move into out of Genesis, and we move into some sections where God says, if you will do what I say, if you will follow my commandments, you'll get the rain, the former rain and the latter rain. And as you read these passages, again, going back to my way of the highway, some people view this and say, well, you have to follow these rituals because God said, if you don't follow these rituals, then you're going to get punished. You're going to withhold the rain. If you pull back and don't just take that line, if you look at everything you go, wait a minute, God said to leave the corners of the field, don't harvest everything, don't pick every grape, don't pick every apple. I want you to leave that so that the poor, people that don't have food will be able to come into your field and take what you left behind. Don't clean everything out. Oh, we're supposed to take care of people who are having trouble taking care of themselves at that moment. Oh, we're supposed to provide for each other in times of need. 
And we're supposed to leave the, the, the jubilee year, the sabbatical year. Every seven years, you're not supposed to grow anything. Oh, I seem to remember something about crop rotation, about leaving the fields alone. So scripture is full of God directing us to take care of our earth. The problem being, we don't look at that. We turn around and look at these passages as if God's demanding us to perform a ritual of wrapping ourselves in something or covering our heads with something or observing a holiday. But when you look at the whole text, it's not what's being said. What comes through is God said, you're with me. You're on the earth. You're my stewards. I want you to leave the fields every seven years don't grow anything. I want you to do these things. I want you to take care of the animals. When you slaughter food to eat, be respectful. Don't eat things that are alive. Don't tear apart a living creature. If you're going to eat something that's living, then you're to slaughter it quickly. And I don't want to say painless because nothing's ever painless. You're not to torture it. You're not to tear it. You're to be respectful, and then you do a prayer. You do a blessing, acknowledging that I am eating something that was once alive, and that's providing me for nourishment, creating humility. We see this over and over again. Yet, we see as human beings. When I was younger, it never ceased to amaze me. I'd be at a red light. Someone would open their, the driver would open the car door and empty their ashtray into the road. I remember seeing that and I'm going, what? And even, even now I'll be driving, I'll see a window open and a McDonald's bag goes out, a Burger King bag goes out, another fast food wrappers. And I'm thinking, what? Even if you don't believe in recycling, why are you throwing trash out the window? And as we Neither McDonald's nor Burger King hold any responsibility for the disposal of their wrappers. <laughs> and, and I find that bizarre. Would they eat in their living room? Maybe they would take the wrappers and throw them on the floor. Maybe they would take unfinished food. Maybe they would. I don't know. I'd find it hard to believe that most people would want to live in that kind of a living room or environment. And how is that justified? Well, God said, I have dominion. I can do whatever I want. I'm free there's, to throw trash. There's an old W.C. Fields movie where the family throws, stops to have a picnic and there's mountains of trash left over. Uh, but yes, I agree that there are some people who don't get it. And then there are some people that do. What do we say to the people that don't get it being myself, one of those people that do. How often should we try to make that point? I think we can not subtle, not be, uns I think we can emphasize that God asked us to be stewards of his creation. And stewardship means to be respectful. And the other thing we can say is, don't do anything outside that you wouldn't do in your own home. Would you throw trash on the floor? Would you trash where you live? And I think maybe the stewardship argument, I'm just asking you to be a good steward and recycling helps us take care of 
what's going on around us. Well, thank you, Rabbi. One thing is certain, you are a good teacher and a good steward of your flock. And by extension, everybody who watches these videos. So thank you once again. And thank you, Joe, and thank everyone out there who's watching. And I thank those of you who have subscribed to my channel. Good afternoon.